Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale, and I thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. If you've been keeping up with the recent episodes, you know that we have been examining uh, what I'm calling the Lord's Week the last few days that the Lord Jesus Christ was here on earth in bodily form, in that wondrous mystery that he was of totally God and totally man. And uh, at the time of our recording and gathering together is actually what we call Easter season of the year 2017. And I've been going day by day uh, looking at the things that occurred in the life of Jesus. And we're up to the point now, this is the 17th day of Nisan, the 17th day of Nisan which would be Friday sunset through Saturday sunset. This is the weekly Sabbath. Quite often people call this particular Friday Good Friday, but as we have seen, it is not Good Friday, not because of what happened, but because Jesus was not crucified on Friday afternoon. In all likelihood, and I do leave a little room, but I'm, I'm, I'm very certain of this according to what the Scripture says, uh, that he was uh, crucified on Wednesday afternoon, the 14th day of Nisan. And when the sun goes down, it becomes Thursday in the Hebrew mind. So Thursday, evening and day is Thursday. Another evening and day is Friday. Now we've come to another evening, which is Saturday, another day. It'll be three days and three nights, even as Jesus said when he was asked. Uh, remember, the, the religious rulers came up. They wanted a sign. And he says, the only sign you're going to get is the sign of the prophet Jonah, that the Son of Man will be in the belly of the earth three days and three nights. And he says that in John and in Matthew. Not a portion thereof, but three days and three nights. And on, on this particular day right here, nothing occurred because it's the weekly Sabbath. The day before, the women had come in and prepared the spices. But it said uh, in Luke and in Matthew that the next day was the Sabbath, and so they stopped. And that's the reason that they did not uh, come and anoint Jesus' body because it's the Sabbath day. And according to the fourth commandment, they were to rest, and that's exactly what they did. They rested. Little do they know that the next day was going to bring insight and in, in unlike anything they'd had before. But I, I want to share a portion of Scripture because I know sometimes it sounds like I'm, I'm driving home the same thing over and over and over again, and I don't want to come across uh, uh, hateful or dogmatic or anything, but it really is uh, quite a burden. I think it's a burden that you see within the Scripture. Because I think we are called to be diligent to do something, and that is to rightly and accurately handle the word of truth. Now, yes, all this week uh, and previous weeks and stuff, we all we've been going to various types of worship services and things like that. But I'll tell you, just between us, <laughs> when I'm sitting there in these various worship services, yes, I remember what the Lord did. But I see so much emphasis given on things that are not biblically correct. At best, they're the traditions of men in the name of remembrance of what the Lord has done for us. At best, they're the traditions of man seeking to worship and give thanks to God. Yes, but why not give thanks? And why not worship on just the foundational truths that we know? And when you see these truths, it just explodes with joy within your spirit. Now, another issue I have is, if the world cannot trust us to handle 
the minor little things, the little truths, you know, the timing of the week that the Lord has revealed in the Scripture. If we can't be trusted to handle those type of things, then why should we be trusted in handling the bigger things? Why sh should someone believe what I say? So let me take us to Second uh, Timothy. This is Paul um, writing to Timothy for the last time. He, he's literally passing the baton to Timothy. And he says this in the second chapter, beginning with verse 14. Paul says this to Timothy. Remind them of these things and solemnly charge them in the presence of God not to wrangle about words, which is useless and leads to the ruin of the hearers. So we're not to wrangle about words. Quite often people say, well, this kind of stuff doesn't matter. You don't even need to teach it. You don't need to say anything about it because it will just lead to the ruin of the hearers. I know what you mean when you say that, but that's not what's being said here. The next verse, verse 15, Paul says this, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. We are called, we are instructed to accurately handle the word of truth. But there is an attitude about it. He says here to be diligent about it. And we're diligent in this as seeking the approval of God in the right way, not trying to earn salvation or earn sanctification. No, 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 no. But to be approved because we are a workman being diligent and handling things accurately. Now, listen to verse 16. But avoid worldly and empty chatter, for it will lead to further ungodliness, and their talk will spread like gangrene. So we actually have an example here, uh, an instruction from the Lord himself as to why we are to do what we've been doing in the recent episodes right here, to see what the Word of God has to say, to draw that truth as the plumb line in examining uh, what we do as the body of Christ. Now, I know I'm not going to separate fellowship. I'm not going to do anything. And I've, you wouldn't believe through the years I've got some testy responses from people who I did not believe would be like this. As a matter of fact, there's one who is just, I just highly, highly, highly respect this man as a man of God and as a biblical teacher. I mean, he is a student. He knows the Word of God. And I shared something like this several years ago in some forum, and I got the tersest response from him. And the response of, why we, yes, the Lord died on Friday. It was on this thing. It was Good Fridays. And everything he gave was a historical account not a biblically supported. He supported it all through church history. I could not believe it. I, I didn't even respond, folks. I, I didn't even respond because we're not to sit there and to uh, get caught up in this kind of stuff. He tells us to avoid worldly and empty chatter because that's going to lead to ungodliness, and that kind of talk will spread like gangrene. Let me finish out this verse in the next one. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus. In other words, these are two men that were talking like this. Verse 18, men who have gone astray from the truth, saying that the resurrection has already taken place, and they've upset the faith of some. So these two guys were saying that the resurrection of the Lord, the second coming of the Lord, had already taken place, and they were talking about this, and apparently they were doing it in a form of worldly empty chatter, and they were spreading this talk. They weren't basing it upon the Scripture and upon the Word of God. That's the reason that we need to be so diligent to know the Scripture, 
to approve ourselves before him and accurately handle the word of the truth. Most of the time when somebody responds to me about something and they disagree, particularly if they're being venomous about it and very aggressive with it, it becomes very, very evident, very obvious, very quickly that they simply don't know the word of God. They're standing upon what they believe, what they've been taught, what they have been raised in with church, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But they don't know the simplicity of the word. And I'm not saying that from some hubris, arrogant type of attitude. It's just the truth. And if you show them the word of God, they have a decision to make at that time. Do you believe the word or do you believe what you thought the word said? What you thought it says. So on this day, which is in the Hebrew mindset, the Sabbath day, the day before the resurrection, let us determine, each one of us within our hearts, that we're going to do this, that we're going to be diligent to be approved before God as a workman, to where we won't be ashamed before the Lord, that we will accurately handle the word of truth. When we do that, if we as the body of Christ were to do that, the Lord is going to release us within his kingdom in a way that we can't imagine. Again, I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time.